Don't sit in the sorrow of your past. Don't sit in the sorrow of things that people did to you. Learn from them and move on. It may take time because certain things really hurt. It takes time for healing to happen once you're burned. This program has been made possible by the partners of G.I. Adams Worldwide. The Sew and Soul Podcast with G.I. Adams. Peace, love, life, soul, sower, and welcome back to another episode of the Sew and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, G.I. Adams, and today we're going to embark on a journey in the heart of the theme of learn, live, and hope. Oh man, in a world that chaos abounds, we're just simply taking this moment to sow seeds to nourish the soul. We're taking this moment to, you know, nurture growth and embrace the precious moments while also firing and kindling the flame of hope for our lives. So sit back, relax, enjoy yourself, enjoy this episode because we got something great in store for you. Experience the pure essence of nature. Our all-natural skincare and organic self-care essentials are meticulously crafted to nourish and revitalize the body and mind. Visit www.giadams.com shop today and embrace the beauty of nature. Adams Truly Organic Forms, where nature meets self-care. First, we're going to talk about learning from your experiences, gaining wisdom from your experiences. And when we do this, as we are going throughout our life, as we're journeying through life, we can recognize that our soul will start receiving the lessons if we recognize the spiritual messages that are here before us. See, we think that we're just fleshy out in this earth. That very well is true. Man consists of three parts, body, soul, and spirit. And so the body is what you see, the physical. This is a vessel that we are in. In according, according to the Hebrew scripture, the creation story, um, God, our ma- I call him master artist because he strategically created all of us beautifully and uniquely. Um, he created us from the dust of the ground. And from that dust, he breathed into us, into man, his life, him, his image, everything that was a part of him, power, love, and sound minds. He presented that to man. And so scripture says that he breathed into the man's nostrils life and he then became a living soul. And so when we were made in his image, we have to recognize that we are not just fleshly beings, natural beings, but we're spiritual beings too. We are divine. And so throughout our life, we're going to deal or face challenges but it is in those challenges that we learn messages we learn those spiritual messages so that our soul um, can be guided or propelled to the higher level that we're supposed to be god is looking for folks who are clean and holy yes not talking holiness but actually are holy when you prepare yourself for your wedding you don't want a dress that got a whole bunch of spots on it. You want something that is clean and beautiful. Yeah. Amen. Amen. As he said, he's looking for a church without spots yes, or wrinkles yes, or blemish or any such thing, but that is to be holy. Holy. Yes, sir. Amen. That's what God. Holy. Yeah. That's the kind of church that we're trying to build. That's right. And I tell people, the church is not this edifice that we come into. You're the church. That's right. You're the temple for everything. Go. Watch out. 
So I just want to tell you, thank you. Thank the Lord. Thank you for the word. Thank the Lord. Thank you for building me up. Thank you for elevating my mind. Thank you, Lord. We uniting and navigating my soul. Yes, Lord. To our full identity for, for us to fulfill our full purpose and so we have to go through things and I love uh, the Greek and Hebrew Aramaic texts of it the, the, the Bible because it provides us with you know a, a whole understanding of people who dealt with something BC AD before Christ and all those times and and I like to reference scripture because it tells us about a culture who was trying to find themselves, trying to figure out their identity, trying to recognize what they were here for. And as you read throughout all the scriptures, you hear stories about different people. You hear stories about Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, Japheth, Japheth and Ham, Sham, Ham, Noah. You got uh, even stories about Daniel, Nimrod, Nebuchadnezzar. You got different stories about kings and queens and and tax collectors and preachers and sowers and farmers. It has so many different stories in there so that we can learn lessons. And throughout our life, throughout our challenges, throughout our, um, our journey, we have to recognize those messages. And one of the things that I, I, I noticed throughout my life was that there are a lot of things that I'm going to have to go through because I am set as an example for the world. I am uh, an overseer in God's church, so it seems to me that I have to go through things in order to be an encouragement to somebody else, to the congregation in which I'm preaching, to even to you. I have to go through things. I had to face challenges in order to hear spiritual messages so that I can live a full life for myself, for him, and in this life for the world. You know, and so I'm able to give back because I recognize my value because I went through things in life. And and don't allow your experiences to just pass you by. Figure out what's going on. So, for example, if you are constantly um, battling with unforgiveness, um, you can take a moment and sit back and think about what you went through what pain came throughout your life what person did this to you to make you have some deep hatred or anger or strife or malice you're getting to the root of the thing and i feel that as we go through life we're going to be faced with trials and tribulations and so i like the the the, the bible because it gives us an overview it gives us an overall perspective about people who went through things um, and how they overcame. And so I want to take a moment to use scripture. I want to use New Testament to just encourage you as you're going throughout your trials and tribulations, as you're going throughout your journey. So let's go to the book of James. I don't know why the Holy Spirit is leading me there right now because I really want to go to Peter, but we're going to go to James and see what life is all about. I remember him saying, the Apostle James, who is a uh, a great notable apostle. He is one of those ones who really connected with a human worldview and connected us to what life is all about. 
First, by establishing that life is but a vapor. It appears just for a moment and it vanishes away. And throughout our life, throughout our time that we're here, we're going to have to go through trials and tribulations. And Peter says, is this as well, that after you suffer a while, he makes you perfect. He establishes you. He strengthens you. He settles you. He makes you whole. He restores you. He gets you to where you need to. It's going to propel you to where you are supposed to go. But James, let's go there real quick. Let's go to the book of James. People ask me, hey, Pastor G.I., can you do a little Bible study as you're doing your podcast? Can you teach us a little bit? And that's what I want to do today. So let's go to the Word. Let's go to, I'm going to use the um, the <laughs> ancient King James Bible. Actually, this is the Schofield um, Bible. I'm going to use this today, King James Version. Um, and y'all follow me along if you can now i want to go ahead and just say this that i'm for the church and the unchurch so what i say here is not just for those people who've been in the church and know god but it's for everyone and i think that you can learn lessons through it because we're going to use different books we're going to use um scholars and uh, great thought provokers to provide us with a god for us to have a whole life to have a full life to enjoy our life okay so james says this my brethren counted all joy when we fall into diverse temptations so he's already let coming out the gate saying y'all it's gonna be some troubles that gonna come your way you're gonna have to deal with some situations but let me tell you i don't want you to fall in the plague of sorrow or despair but what i want you to do is count it all joy everyone goes through trying times but joy comes in the morning and even when it seems hard to fight, He's give us peace for you and me. Be thankful for everything, and in everything count it all joy. Even when it seems so hard to never give you more than you can handle all right all right that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. but he says this my brother encountered all joy when you fall into diverse temptations you're gonna have to go through a lot of different things fam knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience so there is something to learn from it it's going to work your patience. But let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You're going to have to deal with some situations in your life, but be patient. Don't give up. Don't. I know sometimes we feel like we have reached our proverbial rule. We have felt like the children of Israel in the book of Isaiah, the 40th chapter, when they were exhausted. They were just weary. They were just wanting. They was just sad. We know we are God's children. We know we are already strategically designed by a master artist. And he got the whole world in his hand. We already know that. We are his children. The children of Israel are God's chosen children. And I want to give you proper context because at the end of the day, we need to know what life is all about. We need to know how we need to live. And one of the things that they recognize is even though we are worried, he said, but listen, they that wait upon the Lord, 
shall renew their strength. And sometimes it seems like we're going through life experiences and we're getting weak because it's some stuff that is heavy on us. And that's going to be a part of life. But count it all joy. Don't be sorrowful. Don't always wimp and cry about it. Don't sit in depression. Don't sit in anxiety. Rest in knowing that God has you in his hands. He's going to allow you to soar. Just wait upon the Lord and be of good courage. I know it's hard. I know that it's difficult. I know it seems like life is just throwing all its way as it, as, as it possibly can at you. The world is chaotic and it seems like it's not going to fall down. It seems like it's going to abound. I know that things in the world not going to feel good. You're going to feel worn out. You're going to feel depleted. And most of the times you're going to feel like God don't care about you. Stuff going to happen. People may get sick. Loved ones may pass away. And you're going to feel like God ain't even there for you no more. But I want you to recognize that he has a master plan and we go through our life and we learn from them. Through everything there is a message. We got to connect to the spirit to hear the messages that he has for us so that we are able to have a full life. Let's say this. If anything you don't remember as you are going throughout your life's journey. Remember that God got you in, your, in his hands. Life can be real hard. I've been through it. Y'all, if I just sat here and just told you about my entire life, the things that I can remember, y'all be like, wow, this boy right here, this man right here, this king right here, this sir right here has been on a journey and I learned a lot. If I wasn't betrayed, I wouldn't be able to know how to tell somebody how to deal with somebody betraying them. If I never dealt with being betrayed, I wouldn't have learned that I got to stop putting my trust in man and I got to put my trust in God. That doesn't mean I don't that, that don't means that I come into position and not trust nobody because that's not healthy. However, I'm more aware and alert when somebody does me wrong. I can see them. And it's teaching me, all right, you know how to move with this person. But if you're not listening to the messages, if you're not paying attention, if you're not giving heed, if you're not getting the wisdom, then first of all, you got to wake up. You need to wake up. Okay? Wake up. Don't let life pass you by. <laughs> all you're doing is sitting on a chair. Get up. Get to school. Get your GED if you ain't got it. Get yourself something. Yeah. All you're doing is just sitting on the couch anyway, flipping the channels. Get up and do something with your life. Enjoy the Lord. Enjoy. Get out there and, and be a blessing to somebody. Yeah, come on. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Don't sit in the sorrow of your past. Don't sit in the sorrow of things that people did to you. Learn from them and move on. It may take time because certain things really hurt. It takes time for healing to happen once you're burned. Believe you me, I'm dealing with it right now. You can barely see it on my face because God is so good. And I prayed that Father God make it look like nothing ever happened to me and look at me. But I learned my lesson throughout all of that. And I learned also that healing hurts too. But don't stop the healing process. Don't give up or throw in the towel because it's hurting. 
Get through it and learn more. Get through it and gain more. Get through it. Because you're strong and you got this. So, brethren, count it all joy when you go through trials and tribulations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work. Let patience work on you real good. That ye may be complete and entire, wanting nothing. Because you got the answer. But if you're having trouble hearing the signs, seeing it, discerning right, the scripture says this, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask a God. Everyone can do this. You don't have to be a pastor like I am, an overseer like I am. You ain't got to be no big bishop, no big pastor, no big leader. I wouldn't care if you was the chair, the sofa, the TV. You can. Wherever you are can do this. Ask God. God, I'm having trouble understanding the message that you're trying to tell me. I'm going through this, Father God, and I need your help. I don't know what's up. Can you give me the wisdom and the knowledge? And that's one of the prayers I often pray. Father God, give me the wisdom and the knowledge to walk through this thing. Give me the wisdom and knowledge to, to, to glide through these environments, throughout these communities. Bless me to have a refreshing vibe, Father God, that's going to lead people to peace, love, light. That leads them to you, leads them to have a relationship with you. That's all I want to do. And I had to go through stuff in my life to be able to carry that message to you because I'm not about to sit here and act like everything in my life has always been cookies and cream and ice cream. Pastor G.I. Adams had to fight, had to go through a lot of stuff. But I had to count it all joy because it's making me complete and entire. And I'm not going to want nothing. If you lack wisdom, ask God. Lord God, give me the wisdom and the knowledge to do it. To do A, B, C, and D. You got that right. You can ask God of that. And he gives it to you freely. He gives it to you freely. And he's not going to take it away. And it shall be given to you if you ask of it. Then it says this. When you ask it though. Don't just ask it and think it's just a genie situation. That's just going to pop out of nowhere. However. When you ask it. Ask it with faith. Be real. Be sincere. Be direct. Be true about the thing. Okay? So that you ain't going to have nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Why? Because if you pray a prayer and don't believe it's, it's going to come to pass... Or you just doing it just to do it. Why? You won't receive it. Scripture says this. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. You can't have faith in this moment. And don't have faith at the next moment. You got to have assured faith. Don't doubt. Be real about it. God you need me. I need you. Well God don't need us. We need him rather. He wants our praise. He wants our worship. He wants our adoration. He wants our reverence. That's it. That's it. So James tells us a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Okay? Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him.
we're going to have to go through some experiences. Right? We got to go through stuff. But after you suffer a while, fam, he makes you perfect. I love this because it still gives me an opportunity to um, segue to going to Peter. Um, and love the Holy, Holy Ghost and how he, he leads and guides us. And Peter says this. He says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which has come to try you, as if some strange thing happened, but rejoice. Ah, let me say that again. Rejoice. So we have two writers. A Peter epistle and James epistle. Saying, we got to find joy through our life experiences. We got to find joy in our trials and tribulations and how do we do that we got to get connected to our heavenly father that's the only way we can do it. i know it seems crazy to say that in this time and day because you can't see him but i believe he's real and that is where my faith is and when we go through stuff we try to miss that he actually is still there for us because we're trying to figure out why we are dealing with what we're dealing with and because we're dealing with what we think we're dealing with, we think it's strange. We think it's weird and we don't think that God is real from that. But beloved, think it not strange concerning fiery trials which have come against you. But rejoice. And this is first Peter the fourth chapter and the twelfth verse. He says, Beloved, don't think it strange when those things come about you. But rejoice in so much as your partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. And sometimes we let that suffering or that pain distort the message that we are supposed to gain. A lot of the things that we go through, it's not really for us. It's usually for somebody else. I recognize that that was a lesson that I learned as I went through. Learn from these things. Uh, um, a, a great example of what you learn from when your mama tell you not to touch that hot iron and you so inquisitive trying to figure out, well, if I touch the hot iron, why she tell me I can't touch the hot iron? Well, because it's hot. You might not know it because you never experienced it yet. However, she experienced it before. So she's telling you, hey, don't touch that hot iron because if you touch that hot iron, you're going to get burned. And when you get burned, it's not going to feel good. And you're going to have to deal with the healing process. And it's going to be painful for a couple of days. So she's trying to warn you, just like I am here, trying to warn you, don't be sleep. Wake up. I'm telling you some good, good gospel. This is sound doctrine that's going to help lead you to peace, love, light, to help you have a whole life for you to want for nothing. For you to be full of joy. But you got to learn through situations too. So when your mama tell you not to touch that iron. You touch it. Then you learn now. <laughs> we learn now. I should I should listen to my mama. I should have listened to this person. I should have listened to pastor. Because now I'm burning. Now I got to deal with this. And I ain't want to have to deal with this. I was trying to warn you before you got there. And that's why I'm here. To help guide you. 
Because this world don't have nobody to really guide them. I mean, world done turned back backwards, done flipped over, and half our grandmamas and granddaddies will be rolling our grave in their grave that they see the stuff that's going on in this world today. The prophets of old. Man, if Paul the Apostle was alive right now, he'd be writing whole novels, whole big old letters to the Church of America. Ooh, boy. He'd be coming through. Listen, y'all need to figure this out. Figure this out. Y'all going crazy here. Y'all going crazy there. Y'all need this. Y'all need that. Listen, crazy. But that's why I'm here to help God. And I've done, my, my whole life has been doing this. My whole life has been inspiring. My whole life has been leading people to peace and love and light. My whole life has been divinity. I'm an expert at it. I enjoy it. Because not only are we divine, we need to know what that looks like and how to live full in it. So I want to help guide you on your spiritual journey, on your self-discovery, through all types of tips. But we got to learn and don't allow anything to distort who God ultimately designed for us to be. Don't allow your trials and tribulations to stop you from becoming your full self. Yes, it sucks, but don't allow it to hold you back from living even in the moment, which we're leading to now. We have to learn to live in every precious moment that we have. Listen, we gotta embrace the moment, but first we gotta recognize the spiritual essence that is in here. See, when you go through things with an open heart and try your best to see you begin to become more aware of the spiritual aspect in it and know that this is not a carnal thing, but this is a spiritual thing. We're not warring against flesh and blood, but spirits against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places, against all these different demonic forces. And so for that, we got to know if it's God or if it's Satan. We got to know if it's good or if it's evil. We need to learn and recognize and see the spiritual essence in everything. These challenges are just invitations to allow the soul to grow. Okay? It allows you to think and shift your perspective better. It renews you. Fire renews and refines. So you got to got to go through some stuff okay so a uh, quick self-care tip is to go throughout your day each week and learn some things about your experiences um, and journey at least journal at least one key lesson that you learn just one it ain't got to be too much just one key thing so that you're able to go back to it if you were to face a situation like that again or you're able to give it to somebody else as they may be going through the same thing that you've already gone through so with that we have to live in the moment we have to embrace the moment um i want to lead to now talking about living with purpose because when you live with purpose, you begin to live in the moment. When we're living with purpose, we get the opportunity to uh, see the art of meaningful living, right? And that's why I appreciate my journey because I get to see the beautiful things that God designed inside of me. 
because now I'm able to rest in gratitude and actually sit in intention, which now leads me to my full purpose, which now leads me to the essence of who I was designed to be, which now leads me to having more joy and more peace and more more light. Right. Because now I'm living in my purpose. I'm living how I'm designed. And I recognize that when you are actually living for you and of course living for God, you become full because you know your identity. You recognize the first thing that you are a masterpiece strategically created by a master artist, that you are beautifully and uniquely made, that you are everything and more. You know that you are everything and more. Because you are made in his image, in his likeness, and you don't have to compare to anything or to anybody. That's the rich and the, the most powerful thing about this. That even in the ordinary things, you find things that are meaningful for your vision, for your advancement, for your purpose. By embracing gratitude and mixing it with intentions we're now able to see the canvas and the colors of that beautiful aspiration that we have uh-huh so i want to now talk about how important it is to rest in gratitude how important gratitude is for our full development for us to reach our full purpose okay Gratitude opens our heart to see the beauty and the splendor and the magnificence that is all around us. Resting in gratitude gives us even another opportunity to appreciate the abundant blessings that are given to us. And because of that, we're able to appreciate God and praise God for his abundant grace. Resting in gratitude is important, so that's why we got to kill out. Anything that's no longer serving us. We got to release anything that's no longer filling us. We got to release anything that's no longer building us up. Get that negativity out your spirit. Get that negativity out your mind. And rest in gratitude. Well, my life is like this. It's not where it was supposed to be. But you have right now. And when you recognize what you have right now, you're able to appreciate the beautiful design that God has given you. It might not be much to others, but it's a lot to you. That's why you got to come out that spirit of comparison. Because when we compare ourselves to things and what people got, then we mess up our full self. Point of information. If it's not a relevant point of information, I'm going to give you your first warning because you keep interrupting speakers just to interrupt and state your own opinion. So. I would think before you ask this point of information. Ooh. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, Mr. That's Mayor. my point of information. Who are you talking to? I am to? talking to you, Right Mr. now, Mayor. you done got me a new point of information. Who are you lecturing and talking Ooh. to? Wow. That ain't your job to talk down to me, ma'am. I'm full grown. Now, I'm ruling you out of order, and I'm giving you your first warning. Don't you ever talk to me. Just ask me what my point of information is. I'm, I, Mr. You sound like a fool. You are out of order. You talk all right, I am. You talk all right when you talk to me like I'm a kid. You ask me what's my point of information. You out of order. Okay, well, and I'm going to appeal your ruling to talk to me that way. I need the 
Resting in gratitude ain't hard. In fact, I implore you to do this. this. Let this be one of your morning rituals. Get up in the morning and thank God for that breath you got. Just start off with that. Make it an intention to say, you know what? The moment I wake up, I'm going to thank God. Thank you, Lord, for this breath in my body. It's your breath in my lungs. So I pour out my praise. I pour out my praise. It's your breath in my lungs. So I'm going to pour out my praise to you only. Great are you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. Great are you, Lord. So breathe. See, it's a miracle we can breathe. There's power in the way that we breathe. Release your heavy burdens and let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. This is why we have breath to praise the Lord. Ah, thank God for that breath. Express the appreciation of life, love and the abundant grace that is set out for you. That new mercy that you get every morning and it becomes renewed every morning. Thank God for that. Or whatever you wanna thank God for. Okay? That's how you start resting in gratitude. Because now you open up your heart to receive more. And to see more, there is power in gratitude. <laughs> you know, in most of the churches that we grew up in, Baptist churches, you always hear this. This is the day that the Lord has made, so we ought to be glad and rejoice. That's a true statement. The Psalter tells us that. This is the Lord's day. Every day. Be glad and rejoice in it. I know you're tired of feeling dusty and crusty. So go to www.giadams.com shop and get your self-care essentials. 100% organic and handmade with love. Finally, we want to encourage you to hold on to hope. Hope makes not a shame. Hope will allow us to see beyond our own demise, our own pain, our own situation, our own suffering. Yes, it may not feel good right now. You may not have what you want to have, but hope is what's going to guide you through. Faith and hope are the principal things. These are the things that are the most important. Faith, hope, and charity. But the greatest of all of them is charity. Hold on to hope. If you know and you've seen the precious promises and blessings of God come to pass, you know you can have this hope. 
In fact, Jan John tells us that every man that hath this hope in him who wants to see the Lord purifies himself even as he is pure. He is saying to us, listen, if you believe that God is coming back, that hope and that expected end that he said that he is going to do, you are going to have a hope. That's the hope. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking. I'm going to lean and depend. I put my faith in Jesus. My anchor to the ground. My hope and firm foundation. He's never let me down. Put it all in Jesus. See, we got to hold on to hope. Hold on to hope. Hope is going to help us get through this crazy, chaotic world. Yeah. See, when we have hope, together we can do miraculous things if we just have hope. Hope for the good. Stop thinking and always assuming the worst, thinking negative. Pull it out. <laughs> Let loose of it. Brace the beacon of hope even in the darkest hours. And we ought to be able to come together to talk about our experiences. To help each other out. To show that there is hope. That there is good. That God's word will come to pass. That's why we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. That's why we got to encourage one another. That's why we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some is as we see the day is truly approaching that we getting up out of here. Okay. Life is but a vapor. It appears just for a little while and it vanishes away. In times that are chaotic, hope keeps us steady. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that ripple effect of hope. It keeps us steady. It keeps us steadfast. It keeps us flat foot. We're anchored. I want to encourage you fam. To have hope so that we can triumph over the enemy. Encourage each other. Having that hope. And that faith. Knowing that there are better days coming. We just got to get through it. Get through that tunnel. I know you feel like you have reached your proverbial rope. I know it's a proverbial hedge about you trying to hold you down. I get it. But there is light at the end of the tunnel. Believe that. Walk through that tunnel. Get through. Get to that light. And if you can't see it visual visually, see it with the mind. See it here. See that light in your head. And believe it in there. So that this can also shine bright. That heart. Which then will produce good fruit. Hallelujah. A self tip. I believe that you should write some of your hopes down in a journal. So not only are you writing down one of your experiences and your lessons that you learned from. 
you're not only just providing a quick tip or a great note in your journal about what you're grateful for, but also you're putting your hopes and aspirations down in that journal so that you're able to track your path as you go seeking the light, that you document how you got to the light because other people will be able to get to the light simply by hearing your story. That's why I got this podcast too, so that you can hear my story, so that you can hear and grow and develop and become your full self. I just want to sow seeds to nourish your soul. My brother and my sister, my friend, soul sower, get this goodism because it's going to bless you. Oh, yes, it's going to bless you, my friend. Get some of this. Yeah, yeah. May the God of hope, may the God of peace fill you with all joy and peace in believing. And that the Holy Ghost may abound in you with hope to make you full and assured that no matter what in life, comes your way, you're going to make it through. So learn, live, and have hope. Yes, fam. That's what I want to tell you today. To learn, live, and have hope. Find a quiet space where you can fully be present and let us embark on a journey of spiritual exploration together. As we begin, take a deep breath and center yourself. Listen to the words shared in this episode and learn, live, and hope. As they echo in your mind, let the wisdom of our discussions wash over you like a gentle stream. Allow your thoughts to settle and think about the times in your life when challenges have been your teachers. Consider the lessons that these experiences brought you and how they shaped your path. Reflect on the moments that fill your heart with gratitude and purpose. Oratio. In this moment of quiet, open your heart to the divine presence within and around you. Share your thoughts, hopes, and gratitude. Speak your attentions for learning, living with purpose, and embracing hope. Trust that your words are heard and received. As we pray, which is the oratio we just did, Lectio, which is reading, going back to the tips and things that we have given you. Meditatio, which is to reflect. Now we add oratio, which is to pray. Father God, Master Artist, open our hearts to your divine presence. Father God, give us wisdom. Release us from the shackles of despair. Let our thoughts to be pure. Have great hopes and aspirations 
so that we can leave room for gratitude. Father God, speak your intentions for our lives. Father God, bless us to be clear of what you want us to do. Bless us to learn, live with purpose and embrace hope. We trust you, Father. We trust your words. And we trust that, Father God, that you hear us and that you receive us. In the mighty name, Jesus, whatever name that someone likes to describe you, amen. Now we are at contemplation. We're going to gently let go of those thoughts that are holding us hostage and surrender to stillness. Allow the spiritual messages, the self-care tips, the scriptures, and encouragement to guide you. Feel their significance in the depths of your being and embrace the peace and love that they offer. Now it's time to act. As we conclude our guided Lectio Divina, bring your awareness back to the present moment. Carry the insights that you've gained into your day. Let them inspire your actions. Choose one aspect that resonates with you, an insight, a scripture, or self-care practice. And commit to weaving your life's tapestry. May the echoes of learn, live, hope continue to guide you on your spiritual journey. Remember that within you resides a wellspring of wisdom, purpose, and hope. As you go forth, may you be enveloped in peace, love, and light. Until we meet again on this mat, continue, listeners. On the path of spiritual discovery, be blessed and stay connected to your innermost truth. Hallelujah. This is a so-and-so podcast, and my prayer is that you grow in wisdom and in knowledge, that you may learn so that you can nurture yourself and grow, so that you may live in the moment and rest in gratitude, and that you may have hope for a wonderful and expected end. Yes, fam. God bless you and journey well.